Welcome to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Monica Braz. Monica is the Director of Marketing and Strategic Initiatives with BBB Serving Western Ontario. Ask BBB features business owners and managers who share their experience and insight so that consumers are better informed about products and services that they're contracting or purchasing. This morning's two topics involve your finances. Later, we'll talk to a mortgage broker about how and when to arrange a mortgage. But right now, we welcome Daniel from London Gold Buyer to explore the buying and selling of gold. Welcome to Ask BBB, Daniel. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, Monica. So, Daniel, why is gold considered so valuable? Gold's been considered valuable for centuries. Uh, gold has been found uh, in any sort of uh, post, uh, post-hunter-gatherer post society. Every single region in the world that has gold had their villages built around it. It's very hard to get. It is a, a noble metal, uh, which means it doesn't change over time. A uh, piece of gold that you pulled out of the ground and left uh, out to the elements will look exactly the same thousands of years later. So how much gold is, is still produced and, and how much is recycled, Daniel? Well, gold is probably the most recycled element in the world. Um, virtually all the gold that's ever been taken out of the ground is still around. And that actually makes, makes it interesting when you're comparing it to something like silver, which is used primarily industrial, and it is not recycled on the same kind of scale that gold is. Uh, the other thing about gold, which is really kind of interesting, is throughout history, approximately 2% a year more comes out of the ground than did the previous year, uh, which fits pretty nicely to uh, what the general growth and inflation targeting that uh, the Federal Reserve and the states and the Bank of Canada are trying to do. Uh, It grows about naturally about the same as the world population growth is. And in times when there's economic uh, instability, it seems that the value of gold goes up. So, are people buying gold now as an investment? Well, it's always been a cornerstone of both portfolios. Uh, uh, in normal times, people would say that you should have uh, between 5 and 10, to, depending on your financial advisor, 20% of your holdings in precious metals. 10 seems to be kind of the, uh, in normal times, seems to be the number. Uh, the, the reason uh, they consider that is as kind of an insurance bet. Uh, gold has the very interesting characteristic uh, that the one ounce of gold would purchase about the same amount of material throughout history. Uh, part of the argument against gold has been traditionally that it has no yield. So you would buy your piece of gold and a year later uh, it would buy you the same amount of stuff. Uh, that usually that, that usually compared to what most markets is a detractor. Uh, but in these days when we're looking at negative interest rates, uh, and we're looking at uh, T-bills that are yielding 0.6% or 0.52, according to Bloomberg beside me right now, uh, for uh, 10-year money. A lot of people are looking at that at negative real nominal rates. It makes a whole lot of sense to own gold because it actually doesn't cost you as much as it does to buy anything else right now with a negative yield. And it gives you that, that basic base protection of I want to take some of the chips off the table and anybody who's been playing in the stock market recently, uh, congratulations. Uh, You've had a heck of a run here, but uh, I think uh, everybody believes that the music's going to stop sometime and there's definitely not going to be enough chairs for everybody to sit down. Uh, Gold lets you get into the next dance party. 
And how can people buy gold then? Uh, there's a couple ways. Uh, one of them is obviously the physical factor, and that's what we, we deal in. Uh, you can actually purchase gold in a physical form and either store it or uh, take it home with you, which uh, would be my preference, but we also we offer storage here. Uh, the other option is to uh, buy it on the market, which is you can buy it through uh, ETFs, you can buy it through gold miners. There's a different, uh, different ways that you can, and each has uh, different pros and cons. Uh, digital trading of gold is uh, very low premium, uh, very uh, liquid. You're able to get in and out of the market. Uh, the problem that you have, and especially when uh, markets are fairly dislocated like they are right now, is people are, uh, have a counterparty risk uh, when you're dealing with somebody else who's basically holding your stuff for you. Uh, I'm a firm believer of if you don't hold it, you don't own it. And uh, the nicest people or the nicest companies in the world can be saying, yes, yes, we'll take care of it for you. But at the end of the day, uh, if and when you want to have that product, if you can't take delivery of that product, then you don't actually own that product. And what you want, uh, what you would want, I would think, is uh, the security that you would have by actually owning the physical stuff as opposed to a paper IOU for, for that. On the other hand, people may find that they have gold at home uh, in the forms of jewelry and, and other items. Um, are people coming in with that now? And uh, how, do, how is that uh, handled? Well, uh, that's, that's what we've kind of built our business on. Uh, going back to your question before of how much is recycled, uh, our big part of our business, and that's where the name London Gold Buyer comes from, is we buy jewelry and old uh, gold coins. Uh, and with that, we actually, 99% of what we buy, we end up melting, and we have a melt office uh, right in our facility on Highbury Avenue here, uh, where we melt for the public, uh, we, we purchase and then we will melt what we purchased uh, after our hold period. But we also deal with uh, di uh, different jewelers, different coin dealers from actually six different provinces right now, which will send in the material that they purchased mostly from the public. And then we will melt that and send it off to the Royal Canadian Mint for refining. Uh, but the, uh, the gold jewelry portion of it is a way that we, people can convert, you know, you have a broken necklace or a single earring. They, those things are made out of gold and therefore they're quite valuable right now. And what we would do is we would have one of our uh, expert staff sit down, uh, go through each of the pieces. We have an x-ray spectrograph, which basically you put the piece on there, press the button, it x-rays it and tells you to the decimal point what carat that item is. Uh, that uh, that then gets divided out into 10 carat, 14 carat, 18 carat. We weigh those items. Uh, we do everything right in front of the client and we type the number into our website and whatever the number is, is what we offer them. If we're thinking of buying or selling gold, what should we look for in a gold merchant? Uh, first thing you should look for is see if they're a member of the BBB. That's usually a pretty important thing. Um, check to see how long they've been in business. Uh, uh, what their what their ratings are uh, through the BBB through uh, the different rating services, uh, but also the best best always has been uh, referral, and that's how we build our business. One thing that's really kind of interesting in our business, uh, I hate to say it, but it's kind of a little bit like a funeral home. Uh, you only use the service yourself once in a lot of cases, and what uh, we are trying to do is uh, when we deal with somebody, the way that we get our next customer is by teaching that, treating that person quite well and they would then refer on to somebody 
saying, yeah, these people are fair traders. They know what they're dealing with and they know how to, how to work through. Daniel, thanks very much for your time this morning. Very much appreciate the opportunity. You're listening to Ask BBB, and this golden conversation featured Daniel of London Gold Buyer. London Gold Buyer is an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating. Search Gold Buyer in the BBB directory to find them. We'll be back in a moment to talk about your mortgage. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan with Monica Braz, who is the Director of Marketing and Strategic Initiatives with BBB Serving Western Ontario. Well, over the past few months, the word home has taken on a whole new importance. It's the one place we can be reasonably sure we're safe from COVID. But often, home safe home still has a mortgage. Our next guest is someone who can answer our questions about mortgages. We welcome to the program Jonathan Askew, owner partner of the mortgage store. So Jonathan, your company name, the mortgage store, implies that a mortgage is something people shop around for. When should we start shopping? It's best for people to think very far ahead, upwards of six months to a year actually, just because in, in a lot of situations, people's you know income, even things like down payment affect your ability to borrow, where the down payment is coming from, so if you are in the market for buying a home, the further ahead that you actually sit down with somebody, the better. How do we determine what our monthly housing budget should be when we're thinking about you know, mortgages? The government actually sets out guidelines. And uh, the most important part of that, that guideline is, is the GDSR, Gross Debt Service Ratio which is your principal, interest, taxes, and heat, and if it's a condo, 50% of the condo fees. It's, it's the gross income, and you're allowed, to, you know, you're allowed to use 39% of that, and it's very strictly enforced if the mortgage is default insured. Default insured is uh, if you put down less than 20%, and then uh, that, so you literally cannot get the money from a bank, from any institution, without getting default insurance, and so the default insurer actually makes the final decision as to whether you get that money. Okay, and the, and the, the, those de- there are three default insurance companies in Canada. One is CMHC, the second is Genworth, and the third one is Canada Guarantee. Right now, interest rates are relatively low. Yes. So besides the interest rate, you know, what are other factors that people need to consider when they're comparing their mortgages? Sometimes people get caught, you know, and if you buy on rate alone, you you can get hurt. You know, there, there are, we, we all have access to the same money. So it doesn't matter which broker or agent you go to, we all have access to all the lenders out there. There are usually in most mortgages, two options for prepayment. And the bank chooses which one they're going to do. And they'll always choose the one that is benefits them the best. The one is three months interest and the other is interest rate differential. And uh, 99% of the time there's interest rate differential. However, if you buy some products out there, and that's, that's usually people who are just strictly rate shopping and they want the best, best, best rates. Well, those things are stripped down. You don't have prepayment privileges. You don't have this. And some people say, I don't care about prepayment privileges, but... Um, you know, as I told you before, some mortgages are fully closed on those ones, so be very careful on that. Again, life isn't certain. But the other one is um, is this other option, and uh, you know, the it's and they set it ahead, so it could be like three months or four months 
and some I've seen situations where it's it's interest to maturity where the penalty was over a hundred thousand, and then the other is when you when you're also talking on the compounding of, of interest. Some mortgages are compounded semi-annually, and there a lot of uh, variable mortgages are compounded monthly. It's not a huge difference. It's only about a buck sixty-two a month difference, or ninety-seven dollars over the term. But for the banks who do absolutely no work for it, if they're compounding monthly. Uh, their mortgage, their annual mortgage portfolio will make them about two and a half million dollars a year. So over five years, that's an extra 12, 12 and a half million dollars that they've made just by compounding their mortgages on a monthly basis versus semi-annual basis. The, some mortgages are fully closed, so you can, literally cannot get out. You know, have a situation where a lawyer referred somebody into me, they have two years left on their mortgage, their institution will not let them out. So that's one thing. Are these the kinds of things that you and the people at the mortgage store then help people walk through so that they totally understand uh, the kind of mortgage that they're going to be signing up for? Uh, absolutely. There, there are actually two types of mortgages. There's a standard charge and a collateral charge. And the standard charge was universal for years and years and years, you know. Um, so as standard charges, your old typical mortgage where you have, um, you know, regular prepayment privileges, the advantage for a standard charge, if you decide you want to shop around when your mortgage comes up for renewal, say you have a five-year term, is you can switch from one institution to another for free. Uh, and that's why the government set up, you know, a standard charge. Uh, collateral charge uh, is, is uh, you is, is different. Some institutions have switched completely to collateral charges. I'm not going to name them, but they switched. And it was for business decision is, is because you cannot switch without incurring costs. You cannot go from one, one to another. So now you have to pay legal fees, appraisals, etc., and a discharge fee. There are advantages to both though. And one of the other things that, you know, when, when you're considering, is it a re-advanceable mortgage? Because life isn't certain. So, you know, if you have a mortgage and you've paid it down 20, 30, 40,000, and something happens. Your kids want to go to university. You need to put a new roof on or windows or something like that. If you've got a readvanceable mortgage, you do not have to go back and requalify. You can just go and say, I want to readvance my mortgage. And they just move it back up. Yeah, so a lot of these details are really important. And so our yeah. relationship with a mortgage broker is something that we really need to consider. Um, you know, many times people, once they've gotten a mortgage, it's arranged, they've, you know, settled into their payments, they maybe don't connect with their mortgage broker anymore. But what should that re continuing relationship look like? Well, we, we like, we actually uh, try and do a financial plan around financing. A relation, a continuing relationship, whether it's with your broker, agent, banker, or whatever, is important, I feel, because, you know, when you're making financial decisions, you know, large ones, you know, you want to buy a vehicle or something like that. How is that going to affect you in the future if you want to buy, say, a second home for help you one of your children out or you want to buy a rental property or something like that? So what are some of the things we should consider when we're choosing a mortgage broker, uh, Jonathan? You know what? I always feel referrals are the best. I mean, I like referrals. You know, when somebody tells me somebody is good at what they do, so the, the first thing is, gosh, we have this tool and you know, we've been a member with them, the Better Business Bureau. So check with them. And then call up somebody that you've been referred to, speak to them, see if there's a, a good feel, chemistry on the phone, 
and then set, and then actually come in and sit down with them if you can. And then you can test their knowledge. And if you feel comfortable with them, then go ahead. Jonathan, so, thanks very much for your time this morning and giving us uh, some insight into things we should consider when it is mortgage time. Well, thank you. Thank you for thinking of us. We, we appreciate it. And uh, it's been a pleasure. We've been talking with Jonathan Askew, who is the owner partner of The Mortgage Store, an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating. Search mortgage in the BBB directory to find them. Besides the directory, the BBB website is a source of information about scams. More on that when we return. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan with Monica Braz, who is the Director of Marketing and Strategic Initiatives for BBB Serving Western Ontario. So before the break, we mentioned that besides the BBB directory that helps you find businesses you can trust, the BBB website also helps prevent fraud by posting information about scams. Yes, the BBB Scam Tracker shows scams right across North America, and it also lets you report a scam or an attempted scam in your area. Is it important to report an attempted scam? Absolutely. If you're aware that a scam is active, by reporting it through the Scam Tracker, you help other people avoid it as well and be informed about the fact that that is something that's happening in the area at that time. So what are some of the scams that are making it rounds right now, Monica? Well, one that has everyone scratching their heads is the mysterious packages that people are receiving. They apparently come from China and contain packages of seeds. The people who have received the packages are asked not to open them and definitely not to plant them. People in the Dorchester, Thamesford area have reported getting the packages sometimes labeled as jewelry. Residents who have received a package they did not order are asked to contact the Canadian Food Inspection Agency, Southwest Regional Office, at 519-691-1300 for further instructions. Again, that's the Canadian Food Inspection Agency's Southwest Regional Office. Well, we've mentioned that the COVID crisis has spawned some new scams or variations of older scams. What are some of those? Yes, one that's circulating is a robocall that sounds like it's coming from the health unit saying that someone you have been in contact with has had COVID-19 and then asks you for information. Except the information the scammers request would never be asked by a legitimate agency. They'll ask for your personal information like your social insurance number or your health insurance numbers. A legitimate contact tracer will not ask for that information. If you're contacted by one of these calls, hang up and call the local health unit for information if you're concerned. Now, we're recording this program using the Zoom meeting uh, facility. People working from home are using this and other programs for meetings a lot right now. Yes, and we get invitations every day. It's a great way to keep up with what needs to be done. But before you click on that link, make sure that the email is from a trusted source. Scammers are sending out fake meeting requests, and the link installs malware that can steal passwords and other personal information off of your device. Well, maybe that old uh, newsroom maxim would apply here, Monica. Um, if in doubt, check it out. If still in doubt, throw it out. Absolutely, throw it out. And the corollary is that to be skeptical of all emails is the best way to go. The scammers are really good at mimicking legitimate emails and websites, so always hesitate before you click on anything that arrives by email. Check out the return address to be sure it's from a source that you trust. 
and look closely at that email address. It may be just one letter away from the actual legitimate address, and so that is one of the ways that they're able to successfully accomplish these scams. So visit bbb.org, click on the scam tracker. Uh, when you go there, Monica, it looks like a weather map with the scams right across the continent uh, highlighted. And I guess it is a weather map of sorts. It helps you tell whether or not something is a scam. Uh, and that's our time for this week. If you have a story about a business that has gone above and beyond during this time, please share it with us. Contact us by email or on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at BBBWesternONT. And if you have a question or a guest suggestion, send us a tweet at hashtag AskBBB. If you'd like to be part of one of the largest business networks in North America, visit us online at BBB.org to become a BBB accredited business. And thanks for listening this morning. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Monica Brands. Remember, Ask BBB. And start with trust.